0: Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. It is Tom the Bomb with the Anime Summit Newscast. It is February 14th, Valentine's Day, 2020. And gotta give a quick shout out to trisha not because it's valentine's day but because today is also our 12 year anniversary because i asked her to go out with me on valentine's day and to be honest i don't really like valentine's day anymore i think it's kind of lame i mean i think i i think i'm kind of that's a lot of people's take on valentine's day nowadays i think um but also to those who like do celebrate it with their loved ones whether it be their partner or their their kids or their friends whatever. If you like that thing, if you like Valentine's Day, that's totally cool. I go ahead and celebrate it. that's perfectly awesome. For me, I think it should be less focused on like romance and more focused on just like general love like how I love all of you guys like all of you guys are my Valentine's. How about that? There you go boom. But yeah, gotta give a shout out to Trisha because we've been together for twelve years today, which like doesn't seem like that at all. Like it does not, does not seem like that. Um, I do. I was gonna say like I should record like an AO episode where I tell the story of how I met Trisha. But honestly, if you kind of want to know, like without without too many details. There's a podcast out there that's no longer around that I guested on a couple years ago called I Hate Your Love. Um, They're on YouTube and they're on, I think they're on Spotify and iTunes and stuff. Um, But it's called the I Hate Your Love podcast where they just like each episode they interview like a person or a couple or whatever. And they put me on there. Um, I was like episode three. I kind of tell the story in there. So if you want to hear that story, um, you can go there. Anyway, um, I w- w- that being said, I'm trying to go and spend time with Trisha. So like, if I'm, I tried to gather as much news as I could, with also trying to like cut a bunch of stuff that I thought was not like necessary to talk about. Like, you know, I did a little more cutting than normal just because I want to get to get to that. But she understood that I had to record this today, and I could have done it yesterday too, and I just didn't. I fucked up, so that was completely my fault. But um, anyway, um, yeah, Happy Valentine's Day! I love you guys. I love you. You guys are all my Valentines this year. How about that? I love all of you guys very much. Um, we got some. There's some big things to kind of talk about at the end of the anime section, and maybe a few things at the end of the the non anime news. But we'll take a break in between. We'll do how we, you know, how we do, how you and I always do. So let's get into it, right? First and foremost, and we'll talk about this at the end too, but I just want to say rest in peace to um, King Han, a.k.a. uh, Kinney. Um, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I've always pronounced it Kinney. But she was 29 years old. She was an artist, and she passed away um, just a couple days ago, a little bit ago. And she got very famous on DeviantArt in, like the early two thousands and then like really famous on Instagram when she made an Instagram. She was a Canadian artist. Um you know, like for a while I was actually like looking at her art and not even knowing who it was. Like I followed her with my DeviantArt account. Um um and I you know I would see her stuff just randomly everywhere, you know, like on the people would share it or on the internet or whatever, on Facebook or retweet it on Twitter. And uh, whatever, you know, so I just, uh, you know, for the longest time, I was not like, you know, realizing who it was. I mean, I knew it was Kenny. I knew I was following Kenny art, you know, whatever. But um, it wasn't until like a couple of like maybe like two, three, maybe like three, four, actually, like three, four years ago on the discord. Somebody shared it on our discord. And I was like, oh, yeah, I've seen this person's art millions of times. And that's when I was like, oh, Kenny art. okay Kenny. That's that's who it is. And she had, like, announced, like, a year or so ago that she had um, uh, cancer. And I think she also had, like, what was it? Cystic cystic fibrosis? Stage 4 fibrosis sarcoma cancer. Stage 4, and it was terminal. And the doctor told her that she only had, like, a year or something. And... Also, she also had, like, a genetic heart condition on top of that, and she had had an open heart surgery, like, four times. So, like, that, and then she got cancer on top of it. So just, like, her body just cannot handle it. And uh, she actually died way earlier than predicted. So, I, I'm, I'm like, trying not to cry right now, because I kind of already did a little bit about it. Um, but it, it's not just me, you know? It, it's It's a lot of people, like, a lot of people on our Discord – Um, a lot of people on my Facebook, she, her artwork is just so fucking cool, man. It's, it's like, it's, it's manga inspired, anime inspired a little bit, you know, like I've used some of her techniques that she's, she's done some of her tutorials. I've used some of her techniques, her watercolor painting techniques on my watercolor paintings. Like, I just, it's so amazing. She's amazing. And this one's for her. So we'll talk a little bit more about it later. Um, but yeah, this one's, this one's for you, Kenny. Love you, babe. Uh, let's get into the non-anime news and then we'll, we'll get into the, we'll take a break and take in the anime news. Okay. Legends of Rune Terra. This game has been out for a little bit now and I saw a little opinion piece on it on gameinformer.com and I just, I was watching some gameplay of it earlier today and it just, I mean, it's by Riot Games and it basically looks like. An, it, 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 this actually says it best right here. An amalgamation of parts constructed from bits of magic, Hearthstone, Gwent, and even Valve's artifact. It's a carefully crafted recipe bursting with League of Legends flavor and personality. So it's like. It's League of Legends lore. It's basically Hearthstone, but with League of Legends instead of Warcraft. Like, if you watch the gameplay of it, that's exactly what it is, Honestly. It just seems like there's no shame at all. Like, everyone has copied the way Hearthstone has done their game. Magic That Mag- that Magic the Gathering one did it. N- some other games have done it, and now they're doing it. It's just like, there's no shame anymore. It's just like, okay, I guess this is just what it is. And one could argue, well, a lot of newer card games coming out are kind of doing that, right? Like, um, you know, why Schwartz kind of, you know, like when Magic m- created the turning sideways to do an effect thing other card games kind of did that you know what i mean i don't know like it you one could argue that it's kind of like that in that sense on the other side of it it's also just like it not even just the the gameplay itself but even just how it looks like the user interface the way the cards look the way the rules not not even just the rules and the mechanics but just like the the aesthetic and the user interface and it's just everything it's just i if you glance at a screen the screenshot i'm looking at of the game Like it, I, you could, you would honestly probably mistake it for a Hearthstone screenshot for a minute. Like, honestly, you would like, I don't know, just looks dumb. I also personally hate riot games. So maybe that's why I'm also talking shit. So I know people in our discord love League of Legends though. So that's legit. Like you like what you like and that's fine. I just personally do not like Riot games for actually deeper, more personal reasons than people would think. But anyway, I'm not going to get into that um Stardew Valley spin-off games are in development. Now this was really funny. I got to tell you this because the, the like an article or an announcement came out like February 11th, so like m- m- Monday, was it Monday? And uh Wednesday a bunch of articles came out saying it's new Stardew Valley games or Stardew Valley developer, you know, whatever. And um Eric Barone, the guy who is the creator, excuse me. Of Stardew Valley was answering a Twitter question and that's like how it came up he said actually I'm working on a couple of new projects one takes place in the Stardew Valley universe but is not a farming game the other I'm not 100% sure about the world yet but it will tie into Stardew Valley in some way so everyone people like everyone fucking ran with it even the article I'm reading right now is just like a whole article about it and yesterday he had came out and was like okay so, just so you guys know, I need you guys to calm the fuck down. <laughs> like, <laughs> he didn't even say that. Like, he didn't say that. But, like, he was just like, okay, you guys, I, I I need you. I need to tell you guys this. Like, I'm just working on them right now. Like, there's nothing, like, there's nothing really palpable yet. Like, you know, moldable at all yet. I'm just working on them right now. You know, there's, there's – everything is in the details. But, like, there's nothing fully, like, down yet. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't want – I just want to make another game. I'm not trying to make the be- the next best indie smash. I'm not trying to make the next best five-star game on Steam or whatever it is, you know, very positive game on Steam. I'm not, like, trying to make that. I just want to make these games because I want to make them. You know, I want to make them part of the Stardew Valley universe because I, like, I love Stardew Valley. It's my baby. I don't want any kind of pressure. I don't want anyone to overhype anything. Like, please calm down. <laughs> and, like, it was really funny because then a bunch of people afterwards were like, yeah, you know, leave the guy alone and shit. It's like, those are the same people who were, like, running with the hype. And it's like, dude, calm down. You know what I mean? So, it was really funny. It was just, like, really funny. Like, he was just, like, calm the fuck down. But if you're in your Stardew Valley, you know, that's pretty hype. So, Activision Blizzard removes games from the GeForce Now streaming service. Uh, the GeForce Now streaming service exited beta last week. and with hundreds of games, but users will find some titles that they may have been playing have suddenly been removed. Activision Blizzard abruptly removed all games like Overwatch and World of Warcraft from the service yesterday with no real explanation. G G4 said, per their request, please be advised Activision Blizzard games will now be removed from the service. While unfortunate, we hope to work together with Activision Blizzard to re-enable the games and more in the future. Um, This might be due to the fact that that GeForce came on the heels of Activision Blizzard making a deal with Google to exclusively stream eSports matches for Overwatch League and Call of Duty League. But, like, you know, th- there could be many other reasons why. But people are th- speculating that that might be the reason why. Um, Pokemon Home is now live. Um, as of a couple days ago. Uh, since the beginning of the franchise, Game Freak has expressed a desire for the ability to bring your Pokemon forward into future games. While that process has not been without its hiccups and headaches, apps like Pokémon Transport and Pokémon Bank for 3DS were designed with that function in mind. Now, Switch users finally have a way to bring creatures forward into Sword and Shield, as well as future mainline RPGs through Pokémon Home, which is now available. Pokémon Home links links to Pokémon Bank to allow you to carry forward stored creatures into current games. While a free version exists, players who are serious about bringing their Pokémon forward are probably going to want to look at the $15.99 a year or $2.99 a month if you just want to do this once, premium plan, which bumps your storage capacity up from 30 Pokemon to 6,000, as well as higher capacity in Wonderbox and GTS. In addition, just for downloading the app and linking it to your Nintendo account, you get a free Pikachu, as well as your choice of one of the Kanto starters. In addition, Cer- Sarah B reports, 35 Pokemon previously not available in Sword and Shield are available if you transfer from an older game using Pokemon Bank. You can see the full list here, and then there's, like, a little link there. Um, and, yeah, it's 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 pretty cool. So, I mean, you know, if you want to just straight up, you know, stock up all your mons and then just pay, like, for one month for 3 bucks and then just mosey them all over to Sword and Shield, you could totally do that. But, yeah, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. I remember, we talked about this uh, last year sometime. Um, Final Fantasy VII Remake Opening Movie was put on YouTube today holy shit, so hype, it looks really fucking cool, man, I'm excited, um, I, I understand that there's gonna be, like, you know, three or four some episodes of this game, and that's kind of one thing that people were, like, annoyed or upset about, but the first episode by itself is said to be almost as big as, like, Final Fantasy VIII, so that's pretty cool, you know, um, I think I said that right. I don't remember what the exact, like, unit of measurement was when they said it, how long it was going to be. But um, it does look fucking cool, and I'm excited. I'm excited to play it. I definitely want to cop when it comes out. Um, A new camera test teaser was released yesterday. Um, the Batman's bat symbol. The Batman uh, with Robert Pattinson. The Batman symbol looks pretty cool. It looks almost kind of like a gadget in itself. Like, it looks pretty hype. Um, so I'm excited for that. I, You know, a lot of people were like, oh, Robert Pence, and he was in Twilight. Blah, 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 blah. Dude, he's a, he's an awesome actor, and he honestly hates those movies. If you watch any interview with him about those movies, he literally is just, like, trolling the whole time because that's how much he hates those films. Um, and then people are like, oh, well, then why did he do it? Because he was getting a fat check, that's why, and he knew it was going to thrust him forward, which it did. I mean, he's been in a bunch of other movies Great movies since then, so. Um, Cosmopolis. Hello? David Cronenberg. Anyway, Indiana Jones 5 begins filming real soon, says Harrison Ford. Uh, That's pretty cool, although at the same time, it's kind of like, do I really care? Because it's another just nostalgia sequel. That's all it is. You know what I mean? Also, Harrison Ford is just like, he's super old now, and it's just kind of like, I don't know. The original three were good. The fourth one was kind of wacky. I mean, I don't know. You know, it's it's take it with a grain of salt, I guess. It's up to you. If you love Indiana Jones, then that's all that matters, right? Um. Although the way the fourth one ended was supposed to kind of be like, there was like a little, you know, little teaser at the end there that like, you know, there was going to be different films with, with Shia Leboff's character, you know, whatever. But anyway, it's kind of a goofy film. But, you know, if you're an Indiana Jones fan, you know, fan, then there you go. No Time to Die, Billie Eilish's song takes center stage in new promo. So they released the – okay, so it was really weird because they released the the song, but it was just the instrumental, and then they released it with, like, vocals, like, just yesterday or today or something like that. But I actually did listen to it, and it's really sick. If you're a Billie Eilish fan, it, it not only sounds like a bond theme song, it also sounds like a song that she would just write. So, like, that her and Phineas would write, her brother Phineas would just write. So it's pretty cool. Um, I know Billie Eilish has kind of been like, you know, uh, the been the talk of some shit lately. But she's pretty cool, I think. Um, she's a kid, and I think she's still a little ignorant, and her ego is getting kind of a little big for her britches, I think, for being a young kid, you know. So I, I'm just trying to cut her some slack and whatever. If you want to know my opinion on Billie Eilish, we can talk about it. But yeah, anyway. I do dig her music and I do dig the No Time to Die song. It's pretty sick. I love it. It sounds like, like I said, it sounds, it's, it's, it does sound like a Bond theme and it also sounds like a song that they would just write. So, I mean, it's, it's fucking dope. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog came out today or well, technically last night, if you want to put it that way. Um, it, it's crazy, man. Do you remember how this went down? Like, just last year, we got that trailer, and it just was wild, man, it was just fucking weird, he looked weird, he didn't look right at all, he looked like a fucking weirdo with white hands, and you know what I mean, like, it just was weird, and then this past summer, we got a new trailer, you know, at the end of summer, and we got a new trailer, and it was awesome, it was great, um, Oh well, more like fall. We got it right. We got it in like September, November, or something like that. The new trailer. Anyway, um, I've heard that the movie is pretty fun. That it's just okay. You know, to be fair, I don't think any of us were expecting a masterpiece of an adaptation. Okay, we were just accept. You know, it, it's a fun movie. They're 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 doing the wider audience thing like always. You know, they're trying to make sure kids go see it and with family and everything. And I mean, I think they're doing pretty good. It, it seems as though that um, that they spent about thirty-five million redesigning Sonic, so they spent about two point one five million improving Sonic's design for the second trailer alone. Um, so, I mean, it's 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 a lot of money, but. Uh, It it landed a a solid Rotten Tomato score, apparently. So almost on par with uh, Detective Pikachu, which scored 69%. And Sonic the Hedgehog on Rotten Tomatoes also scored about 69%. So that's, you know, it's not amazing, but it's pretty okay. Like, that's not bad. You know what I mean? Here, I'm going to Rotten Tomatoes right now. Let's see. Yeah, audience score. Oh, this is Detective Pikachu. Hold on a second. Oh, now it's gone down to 65. Audience score is 94%. Tomato meter is 65%. Out of 123 ratings. Um I mean that's that's okay. That's pretty good, right? I mean it's it's whatever. But, like, like Birds of Prey is up to 79%. That's pretty good. I, Birds of Prey, I heard, was really fucking, really fucking fun. And they had to change the title of it to Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey, to market it better, which is fucking dumb. But I understand, I guess. Um, it, The movie is supposed to be called Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. But, I mean, the like Sonic the Hedgehog it looks like it's doing pretty okay, you know. We'll see when the weekend is over. We'll talk about it next week. You know, we can kind of um, revisit the score then and see what it's like, but I'm still going to go see it. I want to go support it. I also want to go see birds of prey for sure. Um, but yeah, like I want to go support Sonic the Hedgehog because of, you know, I was one of the people who was very, I I wouldn't say super vocal, but vocal enough. Like I talked about on the newscast enough to be like, okay, I complained. Now I want to go see it. You know what I mean? So that's just me. But anyway, let's get right into the Anime news, but first let's take a small break. Booya, check that out, okay? And of course always links.animesummit.net. You can find everything right there. Um Discord, Twitter, uh, Instagram i gotta tell you that i'm mostly on discord i'm not on twitter or instagram um but i I, yeah like if you want to talk to me like straight up i'm on discord every day i love discord um i do have like a facebook but i don't really add that's more for just family and close friends so i don't really um add people to my facebook but um i'm on discord all the time so like if you want to talk to me you can talk to me on discord otherwise nick and danny are also on twitter I'm also patreon.com slash anime summit. If you want to become a patron right now, if you become a patron, you get episodes as soon as they're done being edited, like the main podcast episodes, as soon as they're done being edited, you get it. Even if it's like right before the night of public release, I'll still upload it to the patron page just so you can listen to it ad free. Um, You guys are going to get first snag at at, um, things that we're rolling out in 2020 and participation things. We're going to do patron casts. Exclusive patron vlogs and casts that only you guys get to hear and see, and things like that. So definitely check that out. Okay, so let's get into the anime news. Let's do it, and then we'll talk about some stuff at the end. Um, so we in, we talked about this last year. Um, they are doing a dub for Tokyo Godfathers, and they've already released some of the the cast. Crispin Freeman is in it. He's as a small part. John Abner is uh, Toru. Um, the, Victoria Grace is Aya. Uh, there's one thing that I do have to mention that I think is very cool um, for the, the drag queen character, Yoshiaki Omagaki, is actually being played by Shakina Nafak, who is a transgender actor, voice actress. Um, she's really fucking cool. Um, she's also got like a PhD in bna and like community studies and and all this stuff and theater arts she's really cool um what's wh- why that's important to especially to me is representation i think is just important and the fact that you know like drag queens you know drag was mostly started by trans people you know so like in trans people of color so like that is super sick to me you know what i mean so like sweet they got a trans actress a- actress to play um you know a gender non-conforming or, tra- or drag queen character on an anime movie you know that's just fucking cool to me so i thought that was super sick so this the dub i heard is going to be pretty sick um we got joe Abner as gene victoria grace as miyuki Shakina naifak as hana um yeah it's pretty sweet i'm excited i'm super excited for that so if you haven't seen tokyo godfathers anyway you should just watch it It, it's it's pretty sick it's a it's a great movie um a lot of these i'm going to kind of uh kind of skim over really quick not read too much into them just because again it's valentine's day and i'm trying to you know get lucky tonight and by get lucky i just mean cuddle because trish doesn't cuddle with me anymore <laughs> oh god i'm just kidding she cuddles with me sometimes anyway konami announced on thursday that the Yu-Gi-Oh! arc v anime will begin streaming on the kadoodle.tv streaming service this month i don't know what that is uh kiddoodle.tv is a video on demand channel for children under twelve. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what we need is getting more kids into Yu-Gi-Oh. Ugh. Just kidding. Yu-Gi-Oh is fun. Yu-Gi-Oh is a fun game. It's just kind of lame at the same time, but I like it. Shut up. Okay. Anyway, Tamayomi Baseball anime, Anime's teaser promo video streamed. The PV came out for this today. I'm excited about this anime. It's a sports anime, but it's one of those ones that's like kind of just like a more about the story of the characters and less about the the sport. But there, it's about um, the manga story centers on pitcher Yomi Takata in junior high. Her baseball club did not get far because it lacked a catcher that could catch Yomi's miracle ball. To could catch Yomi's miracle ball, Yomi quit baseball, graduated from junior high, and enrolled at Shin Kushigaya High School. Yomi reunited with her childhood friend Tamaki at her new school. Tamaki has a skill as a catcher and can even catch the ball when Yomi pitches with all her strength. The girls can fulfill their childhood promise to each other as they start their baseball journeys anew. Yeah, it looks really cool. Like I was watching the trailer and I was like, Holy shit. This animation is fucking cool, man. Like her just pitching the ball. So I'm excited for that. I think that comes spring season this season. Um, Thus spoke Rohan Kishibe. Uh, this is an upcoming anime. Um, by the same people who do uh, uh JoJo's, David Production is also doing it. Um, but yeah, this is, uh, is this is for an oh, it's an OVA. Okay, the spoke Kishibi Rohan original video anime project on Friday. The second episode is titled "The Run." So yeah, it's pretty sweet. It's by the same people who do JoJo's Brother Adventure. So check that out. Happy Go Lucky Days anime film unveils cast May eight opening. Um, this looks really cute. Um, this is kind of like, uh, an anthology of a bunch of different stories, um, that are like, just like about everyday life kind of things. There's like a, there's like a romantic romance stuff. There's kids, you know, a family. Um, and it, it was, a it was a manga, um, based on a manga and they're doing a film. So that comes out in May. So we probably won't get to watch it till like fucking the end of the year. But anyway. Monster Girl Doctor TV anime casts Saori Onishi and Shinichitoki. In the town of Lindworm, where monsters and humans coexist, Dr. Glenn runs an exemplary medical clinic for Monster Girls with his Lamia assistant, Safi. Whether receiving a marriage proposal by a centaur injured in battle, palpiting the injury of a mermaid, or suturing the delicate wounds of a flesh golem, Dr. Glenn performs his job with grace and confidence. But when an unsavory character seeks to steal a harpy egg, how will the inflappable Dr. Glenn respond? Yeah, this looks super cute. Um, I, <laughs> I just, I love. I'm a sucker for monster girl shit. With, you know, with the exception of interspecies reviewers, I don't like that. But, I mean, I'm, I'm ex- I'm a sucker for monster girl stuff. Um, I definitely got to finish watching Monster Musume because I did start that and I forgot to watch it. But this looks super cute. I do. I am excited for that. Given film reveals theme song artist in May 16th opening so this is coming out May 16th and I am excited um it's so we're probably not even gonna get to watch it until also again the end of the year but um it was pretty sweet I'm excited it's supposed to be um, a sequel to the series so if you have not seen given you should definitely check that shit out because it's fucking awesome i i love it really good um anime boston so those of you out in the area anime boston to host studio triggers here yuki hiromi wakabayashi and shigeru koyama that's pretty sweet they're going to be guests at anime boston so if you're in that area go check that out new soccer wars game ships in west on april 28th the game launched with the title shin sakura taisen for the playstation 4 in japan on december 12th the game takes place in the 29th year of the fictionalized Taisho period of the franchise in the capital of Tokyo, 12 years after Soccer Wars V. So yeah, I'm excited to play this. I, I hope it's like the other Soccer Wars games and yeah, man. I psh, god. I still wish they would you know what I wish? I wish they would make like a not even like a remake, but like a port of the original like, the first original game, just with, like, English, you know what I mean, just, like, translated, Uh, because I would love to play it, like, because the only way to play it now is if you have a copy of the game, obviously, for, for Sega Saturn, and you have, like, a translated script that someone made online, like, you can, like, find, like, a, it's, like, a Word document you can download and print out, that's how people have been playing it, um, it just like I, it's weird because you think they'd come out with like a tr- a translated version of the rom or something by now but i don't know if they have i haven't tried to check but um yeah man i love soccer wars i've always loved that franchise so i'm excited live action rurouni kenshin final chapter film cast makenyu as inishi uh, if you've never seen any of these movies they are seriously dope and this is going to be called rurouni kenshin saisho Sai Shusho, the final um it's 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 gonna be dope man if you've never seen any of them they are uh, they are amazing so i i imagine that this film is supposed to be like uh spoiler alert close your ears for like the next five seconds here when uh kenshin like you know dies and stuff like that and then him and he, he passes away with uh um kauru so yeah Fucking dope. I am excited. Uh, Naoki Urasawa draws Parasite director Bong Joon-ho, and congratulations for Oscar win. Uh, Naoki Urasawa, he's done Yawara, Master Keaton, 20th Century Boys, and Pluto. He, dur- he drew a manga, a little manga version of the director to Parasite, and w- he drew him with, like, holding, like, the little Academy Award, and it says, congratulations, Bong Joon-ho, from Naoki Urasawa, and he, like, signed it with the date. I, I, I don't know if he's seen it yet, but I just thought it was super cool. Like, Sen had posted it in our Discord, and I was like, ah, oh, that's, that's awesome. Um, apparently, there's going to be a live-action GTO, Great Teacher on Azuka, and it's called GTO The Early Years, and the trailer came out today. The official website for the new live-action series adaptation of Toru Fujisawa's GTO The Early Years. Manga began streaming a new trailer for the series on Wednesday. The series reveals more cast of the series as well, as as the theme songs... And search singers yeah dude that's pretty cool i i have not seen gto in a very long time um i definitely gotta rewatch that shit and i didn't even know there was a manga called the early years so that's pretty cool uh this is pretty big dora Hedora manga gets new chapter 17 months after story finale dude yeah this manga ended in 2018 and apparently it's getting a new chapter so that is pretty wild Um, we just talked about this in our first impressions, part one, a couple weeks ago, and I love it so far. I love the anime. I'm definitely going to finish watching the anime probably, and then read the manga. Um, just because I, I want, you know, I don't know, maybe I'll just read them and watch them at the same time. Like Danny did with Beastars, but, uh, yeah, it's apparently it's getting a new chapter. So that's pretty wild. It's pretty crazy. Um, I don't know if the anime is covering, I think there's 23 volumes, and I don't know if the anime is covering all 23. I think they're just covering, like, probably like, the first five or six or so. But, yeah, that's pretty wild, man. I wonder what that's all about. Sanrio unveils cute designs for Digimon collab. Uh, Sanrio unveiled the designs for its upcoming collaboration goods with the Digimon franchise at the Sanrio Expo. Uh, 2020 event on Friday. Um, that is... is, f- God damn it, dude. I just, Oh, God. It's two of my favorite things. It's so cute. It's so adorable. I love Digimon. I love Sanrio. God! I just fucking love that shit. Okay, here we go. Weiss Schwartz uh, announced that their next set will be That Time I Got Reincarnated as a Slime. So if you want to get into Weiss Schwartz right now, actually, if you go to Search or 1999.co.jp slash English, um, website, you can pre-order it for about fi- a box for about 58 bucks. Um, I've ordered from the, I've ordered from hobby search before, just so you guys know. And it's actually pretty good. Um, if you go to the English version of the website, it translates, it automatically translates like the yen to dollar amount, um, right away for you. And plus, if you have an account, you get like points that you can spend like, like rewards points. Um, but yeah, if you've never bought anything from hobby search, it's basically like kind of like Amiami. Ami. Um, it's pretty cool. Um, I, I, when new Y short sets come out, this is a good place to pre-order boxes for sure. So hell yeah. The only thing about it is that the shipping is like obviously really expensive. It's like 14 to 20 some dollars cause it's EMS shipping because the, the way hobby search and AmiAmi want to do it is they want to make sure the product gets to you as quick as possible. So the only shipping they offer is EMS shipping, which is like the quicker, more expensive kind. Um, okay. So here's, here's the. Big, the big pieces. Actually, the, this is a big piece, and then the thing at the end is just a, a, an opinion, more so, opinion piece that doesn't really have so much to do with anime. But anyway, because the whole interspecies reviewers thing happened, uh, me and Nick and Danny did talk about this on our on our first impressions that just came out a couple days ago, um, a couple, yesterday actually, duh. Um, but like, apparently somebody went and told all their they 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 trolled the mal website and voted it so it became like number one or number two ranked on the top 100 mal list apparently that was some youtubers that did it it was nuxtaku and lost pause or something like that they told their viewers or well i mean they didn't it's not like they I, i wouldn't say they like sicked their viewers on the you know doing to doing it but like I don't know. Anyway, so anyway, that's what happened. And uh, Mal, um, they are attempting to, like, fix it, you know? Um, It's weird because the opinion piece I'm reading is just shitting on Mal the whole time. it's, It's disguised as an article, but it's really just an opinion piece of this guy talking about how Mal sucks and they have questionable business practices which they might okay whatever I mean it is a bunch of volunteers you know um this seems some of the stuff that they're talking about in here seems kind of like a reach um anyway it's I think um. <sighs> this is one thing I don't like about some of the nerd community is that some of them are kind of like, oh, God, people are so sensitive. Let's go troll them now. And that's just really shitty to me. Um, I do understand and I do agree that that interspecies reviewers is a little too much for Funimation to just be streaming on their website. At the same time, I do recognize that Funimation is also kind of dumb for like not knowing like, did you not watch some of it before you announced that you were gonna? You know what I mean? That's kind of what Nick said on our episode. He was kind of like, like, how did you not know? You know what I mean? Like, there was so it, this is based on a manga, so there was source material out there. You know, you should have went and read some of that or looked at something before you just decided, hey, you know what I mean? So apparently, these YouTubers Nuxtaku and Lost Pause they went and told their one million plus followers to go and, um you know fuck with Mal's numbers so it became number 2 or number 1 as a you know to stick it to Funimation or whatever you know uh that is here here's why that's bad because not all 1 million plus followers are going to go do it maybe only like 10,000 of them are going to do it or even just 5,000 but some of that 5,000 they're probably smart enough to make you know to have a bot go and do bot votes okay as someone who went through something like similar like this, you know, just a little bit ago with our podcast on a ranker list, um, you know that uh, that was the, the the way that happened, or from what I what I've heard was uh, there was a bot involved. So like these five thousand some people, like okay, so like, so like I, I we got like a thousand listeners a week, right? If I told you guys, hey, go eat a piece of cheese. Not all thousand of you are going to do it. Okay. I'm sure only like a hundred of you are going to do it. Okay. Not everyone's going to fucking do it, but out of those hundred, some of you are going to eat two pieces of cheese. You know what I mean? So that's the thing is this Nux guy told his 1 million plus followers to go, to go vote all votes on this mouth thing to make species reviewers go on the top 100 list to go as high as it could to number two to number one. He then said to some of them to make bot accounts to, to, to even fuck with it even more. You have to understand that as a YouTuber, like th- this guy is obviously a million times bigger than we are as a podcast, right? You got to understand that when you have that many followers, your words carry some weight. You have to have some responsibility and you're just kind of fucking with people's like shit. You know what I mean? Mal, like, it's just run by volunteers, mostly. And it just seems kind of shitty to do that. I, I'm i not trying to sound like the oversensitive, like, whatever person here, okay? I'm just saying that that's, that's so stupid. It's just, it's not funny. It's dumb. You're fucking with people's shit. And, like, how, I'm sorry, how much of a crybaby do you have to be that Funimation took it down that you're going to do something like that? Sorry. Like, that's so... That's such a tantrum, like, child tantrum thing. Like, it's like... <laughs> it's like, like Daddy Funimation took away your anime, so I better go... You Now I'm gonna go throw a tantrum and, and fuck with them. You know what I mean? Like, it's so stupid. It's so dumb. The whole thing is pretty dumb. I think Funimation is dumb for not knowing what they were fucking putting out there. And I think these people trolling, these, these fucking 4chaners or whoever the fuck they are, making bot accounts to go do that shit, I think that's lame, like, I mean, if you want to be part of a community, and have fun, and go troll somebody, okay, sure, but, like, come on, man, that's, that's so, like, childish, that's so lame, like, I don't know, it's just dumb, I think it's all dumb, I don't want to sound like one of those, like, neutral, centrist people, who's all, like, Oh, I think both of you are stupid. They're both bad, you know. But but in this situation by itself, it kind of is. It's kind of lame. Like, it's you guys are both lame. You're all lame. I think that's – it's just really weird to me. Like, I don't know. that I Maybe I'm just like a, a – maybe I am. Maybe Nick is right and I am just a dumb hipster. Like, I just don't care. Like, that's so stupid. The Funimation is stupid for not understanding what they were doing. Like, you're a big, huge company. you think you would look at what you were – and what you were doing before you put it out. It's like how everyone thinks that ICP, like the lyrics they put out were like really horrible and trashy, right? But their record companies still put it out. Their record companies for those early, those earlier, like first three or four or five records that they put out, didn't even think to like ask Violent J and Shaggy Two Dope. You didn't think to ask them, hey, define some of these lyrics for us. No you just you're just greedy bastards so you just put it out and 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 then and then you waited to say something until they got blamed for whatever reason you know violence in school bullying, whatever you know what I mean juggalos, gangs, wh- whatever the fuck okay like you didn't think to to say, hey, violent J shaggy too dope. what do some of these lyrics mean because these look these seriously look fucking crazy okay these look wild. No, they just grabbed it and then they released it. You know what I mean? Funimation did the same thing. They didn't think to fucking read the source material. They didn't think to say, hey, can we watch an episode or two before we decide to announce anything or say that we're going to put this on our streaming site? You didn't think to do that. You just wanted fucking money. You were greedy enough to just grab it and and just do whatever. Now, do I think that these people need to fucking troll Mal for it? No, I don't. That's what's shitty is that Mal is just Mal. They're just doing their thing. They put up the anime, they put up the information, they have a rating system. You can make an account that that's what they're there for. And something shitty Funimation did, they're paying for it by people trolling their shit. So that's why it's fucking weird to me. You know what I mean? It's just weird to me. I think that's lame. Trolling is fun sometimes, okay? Like, don't get me wrong. Like, if you're fucking with your friends, you're trolling a little bit. Whatever. That's fine. But if you're trolling because you think you're doing something righteous or whatever, you're sticking it to Funimation, quote unquote. You're doing it. You're doing it really wrong. <laughs> like that's not. Uh, that's not what this is. Yeah, it's fucking weird. I don't know. It's just weird to me. Let, let me know what you think about it. I just think it's weird. I. That's just me. I maybe I don't understand that kind of culture. You know, I, the I don't understand meme culture very much. You know what I mean? Um, I don't understand troll culture very much. If that's even a a term troll culture meme culture i think meme culture is a a term i don't think troll culture is but either way i don't understand that culture very much so maybe i'm just a i'm just i'm just some fucking idiot you know i'm just some queer talking in a microphone so who knows but you let me know what you think it's very interesting i love talking about it you know what i mean it's very interesting yeah that's that's uh it's really weird that's super weird to me so let me know what you think uh i've uh gonna go spend valentine's day with trisha now and we're going to probably eat ice cream and be fat be fat bitches so i love all of you guys happy valentine's day y'all are my valentine i love y'all so much thank you for listening every week i love y'all i love it i love it and you guys have a have a great uh